0: Welcome, 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 welcome. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. Today, we're going to talk about real estate, uh, particularly being a real estate agent, uh, but real estate in general, uh, because the person that uh, I have the honor of speaking with today knows all about real estate. And uh, we know that real estate is important. Uh, Give me a yes in the chat if you understand the importance of real estate in our community, understanding it. Uh, ownership, asset acquisition. We've talked about that consistently here. And so uh, speaking of real estate, uh, the person I have the honor and the ple- pleasure of speaking with is uh, Miss Stephanie DeBerry. And Stephanie is a, uh, a a very successful real estate agent. Uh, and she also um, has some other affiliations that we'll get into in a second. But before I jump into all that, I want to say uh, hello to Stephanie. And uh, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good, Dr. Boyce. Happy New Year. How are you?
0: I'm doing very well. And happy New Year to you also.
1: Thanks. All right.
0: So, so everybody uh, in the chat, tell Stephanie happy New Year, and uh, and tell your fellows happy New Year. We gotta, we we're all black people here, so we all gotta, gotta love each other. Uh, so Stephanie, let let's jump into this. Um, okay, so uh, tell us a little bit about your background in real estate. Uh, how long have you been in the field? Uh, what what do you what do you do with your life on a day to day basis um, that that uh, gives us this chance to really learn from you?
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, I've been a licensed realtor for 15 years here in the Washington DC metro area. So that includes DC, Maryland and Virginia. I'm licensed in all three jurisdictions. Prior to real estate, I was in sales. So real estate kind of came about as just a natural transition from one aspect car sales into real estate. I've been doing this for 15 years. I enjoy it. I've been with several brokerages. Now I'm currently working under the EXP cloud brokerage. Um, I have a team. I am a mentor. I'm a coach. And I'm someone who just wanted to give back because after 15 years, I realized that I had missed some information, made some mistakes. And decided that I didn't want any other agents, in particular agents of color, to have to uh, kind of figure it out on their own. Because there's there's so much uh, variety. There's so many lanes you can go down in real estate. And a lot of times we're not giving that information up front. And so I want to share real information, realistic information of what it takes to be successful um, in this industry. And we can do it. And there's plenty of us that are doing it.
0: Mm. Okay, so, so Stephanie Stephanie Deberry, um, uh, one of the things I, I I one of the words that caught my attention is that when um when when you you labeled your uh, the, the name of the masterclass you and Jessica uh, put the name together, uh, you mentioned uh, the word million uh, or millionaire, uh, and, and becoming a millionaire real estate agent. Uh, where where does that come from? I mean, you know, a lot of times I'll just tell you the truth when people when I mention things like becoming a millionaire, the first question I get is. Well, are you a millionaire uh, or, or have you ever seen a million dollars or so? So why, why that word million, which obviously is going to get a lot of attention. Uh, and right. There's a lot of People who make a million dollars teaching people how to make a million dollars, but they've never actually made a million dollars doing the thing that they're teaching people to do. Right. If that makes right. any sense. Right. So tell us why that word millionaire came to mind uh, when you all labeled uh, the masterclass.
1: Well, part of the reasons why we labeled the master class that is because one, it is very attainable in this industry, one, to become a millionaire, whether you're an agent, investor, a combination of both. Also, there is a very well-known brokerage that has a book called The Millionaire Agent, right? Which is a must read, I would suggest, for any agent. I've read the book. And so when we were coming up with the class, we wanted to put our spin on that. Some things that weren't included. Uh, in that book for for our so that's why we dubbed it the black millionaire agent but the goal of the class is to teach people how to do six figures and above so that Mm -hmm. become a top producing agent which as i said can be done
0: so when you talk about doing six figures and above as a real estate agent are you referring to selling six figures um, in terms of property or are you talking about making six figures myself as an agent Directly.
1: making six figures as your income, as your net income, you can do that as an agent. Um, here in the DMV area, I'll just give you an example. Um, properties mid range between four and five hundred thousand dollars, right? That's a typical property. Uh, from that commission, if you're 100%, you would earn between uh, 10 to let's say, yeah, eight to 12,000, right? One property, one sale, right? So how many sales will it take to get to the six figures? It's very easy to figure out. The numbers don't lie. Of course, you'll have some fluctuation with the property price point and also your commission or your percentage of the commission. But overall, you have to set your goals. At the beginning of the year, it's a perfect time for this class. So we're gonna help agents and uh, incoming agents set a plan, set their goals, set a strategy, so they can easily see six figures.
0: Mm. Well, you know what's really interesting? Um, I'd like to get your take on this, uh, Miss Stephanie DeBerry. By the way, I was talking to Stephanie DeBerry. Uh, she's a uh, celebrated, very successful real estate agent. And, um, and we're talking about becoming a real estate agent, the economic opportunities that are there. Uh, if you could, please, guys, um, hit the thumbs up button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. I want to ask you a question about my real estate agent, who happens to be a black woman who's very, very smart. Um, I worked with actually, it's real interesting to me. Like I really feel like um, we have so many black real estate agents who are just on top of their game. I mean, just yeah, so good. Yeah. I, there's no excuse to, to have to buy from a person or with a person who's not from our community, right? Um, because yeah. I think about this, right? And 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 two, two examples. One was um I had an agent that and she produces. She sells millions of dollars worth of property every year. And she actually got us into a, a great uh, multifamily situation where mm-hmm. uh, we, we rented it out. And it's it's an easy deal. I mean, this is, you know, um, I'm not trying to be an agent per se, but um but I, I was intrigued with what she does because because it was almost like she was handing us money where she basically says, OK, here's this property. Here's how much it costs. Um, here's how much the, the rent is going to be the tenant will pay. Here's what your mortgage is. And I said, okay, that that's, and I, and I know finance. So it, I, I understand that, but I still just kind of was I'm astonished by how simple the process is. Right. She's like, okay, I'll get a property management company who can take care of the property for you. I mean, she was just so good. And I've noticed that um, with the best real estate agents, there's just this type of seamlessness, that's there. You know, like the, the the woman that we're working with now, because we're looking for a house now, she's just on top of everything. She knows yes, the right sir. thing to say all the time. She knows exactly what we want. Um, and and I know that you don't get that way by accident. Can you kind of talk about that process in terms of just being in there and 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 positioning yourself to get that sale?
1: Yeah, I think some of it, uh, Dr. Boyce, is innate, right? Because real estate, even though it's sales production based, is still service based, right? Mm -hmm. And so there are many agents, such as the ones that you mentioned, such as myself, that are service based first. We lead with service. That's why you're getting that great service. Seamless transactions. It's funny you say that. That's actually in my LinkedIn profile. I provide seamless transactions trying to keep it less for our clients. So Some of that is who we are already, right? And then some of that people have to learn who don't have necessarily a service-based mindset. But I will tell you with real estate, there's a lot of moving parts, right? You deal with your agent, There's contractors, there's title companies, there's lenders, there's, you know, other folks involved. You have to be able to leverage and make connections and develop and nurture relationships. So it's a team effort. I always tell my clients, there are plenty of people behind the scenes that you're not even aware of. You don't know the conversations that we're having, you know, away from you that is allowing this transaction to appear to be and is seamless. Right? Mm. So, going back into relationships, this is a huge relationship business. And especially with new agents, I try to get them to understand. They always ask, Well, how do I get started? How do I get started? You get started with the people that you know, the relationships that you've built, and you continue to nurture those relationships. And that's why your seasoned agents can offer seamless transactions. They can offer concierge service because we've built those relationships, we have those teams in place. And it makes a huge difference. You'll see an agent may be more transaction-based. You know, they they want the money, which is fine, which is fine. However, in order to be successful and to be, uh, to be able to last in this business, those relationships have to be in place.
0: Well, you know what's really funny? Um, and by the way, everybody, I'm speaking to Stephanie DeBerry, and um, she is a uh, noted real estate agent. And uh, by the way, she's partnering uh, with the Black Business School and she starts a real estate agent masterclass. That's that's the term that we're using to refer to this. And, and uh, based on how to become a million million dollar real estate agent, um, whether you don't have experience uh, in this area, oh, you want to learn from people that are good at it or you are in the field and you want to learn from people who can help you get better. Or if you're just thinking about it, um, I would almost argue, it seems to me, Stephanie, maybe you can tell me more about this. I'm intrigued by what you're doing with your masterclass, just because when I think about learning real estate, what my journey was, um, I remember thinking, well, who who would know more about real estate in many cases than the real estate agent? So I almost thought about going through real estate agent training as someone who never planned to become an agent myself, but I'd want to know, like, what do the agents know? What are the special databases? What information do they have access to? What are the things that they see that I would want to see as a real estate investor. So do you think that a person who you know is not interested in becoming an agent, but just wants to maybe invest in real estate, things like that, could learn something from uh, from what someone like you could teach them?
1: Oh yeah, they can definitely learn. And the, and the funny thing is, you don't have to take the actual real estate licensing course by your state or your jurisdiction in order to learn that information. Uh, because what's taught in class is not what we're doing necessarily on a day-to-day basis. And that's what actually also trips a lot of people up because the class is a lot of the laws, right? The history, uh, fair housing, so on and so forth. It's not what we're doing on a day-to-day. You get the day-to-day when you get into a brokerage or when you affiliate with an organization where you can place your license under. That's where you get the day-to-day information. So it's not necessarily the actual class. However, in a class like this, we'll mention the systems, we'll mention database, we'll mention all of that stuff. But to access it, you would actually have to be an agent or work very closely with an agent that will share some of that information with you. And many investors do do that, right? You have an agent that you work with closely with, and she may, you know, allow you to see some of that, you know, information Um, because most of it is public the MLS, where we find properties, where we have properties are off market, again, based on our relationships. That's a little bit different. But for the most part, the public does have access to the information. It's just mm-hmm. how it's used.
0: Interesting, interesting. So, you know, um, so, so it's funny, you mentioned, you said the word relationships. And um, it's really interesting. My, my brain is, I, I'm a weirdo, in case you haven't figured it out. My, you know, a thousand things will go through my brain at once. And I try to pull it together. So it, it's like one little sandwich that doesn't you know, look crazy. And um, so when you said that word relationships, that is a trigger word for me, because through all the years I've studied business, all the years I've studied finance and looked at wealth and how wealth is accumulated. I've just come to this conclusion that relationships is a huge part of that process. Um, you know, and it is funny because uh, the other day I was quoting the rapper E40 in a song, and people were like, "Why are you quoting E40, right?" And that's because he has a verse that says that doing business is about relationships, right? Or or I'll, or I'll come and I'll be talking about a relationship stuff because you know I'm marrying a woman who happens to be a relationship therapist, and 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 people are like, "Why are you talking about relationships?" And and I I want to just scream at the top of my lungs because relationships are everything. Relationships make the world go wrong. Not being able to maintain healthy relationships will destroy you financially uh, if you're fighting with everybody or if you can't keep, you know, together, right? Whether you're talking about marriage, friendship or whatever. And then also having the right relationships can take something that's very hard and make it very easy. And that's that's so
1: true. Like there's you could teach a whole course. It gets me excited with relationships because it's so important. I learned that in sales very early on. So again, real estate is sales. You have to have those relationships. And a lot of people think about, you know, the relationship with the agent and client. Of course, that's extremely important. But then the agent with the other agent on the opposite side of the deal. How do you maintain that relationship? Even more critical. And that's what people don't always see either. Right. I've learned over time. I can attract more bees with honey than vinegar. Right. So there's certain steps you have to take and certain egos you may have to stroke in order to get what you need for your client. And then also our success partner relationships, our lenders, our title reps, our contractors. Again, if I need somebody to come out in the middle of the night, they're going to do that based on the relationship that they have with me. Even though their business is closed on Sunday because they worship, they're going to take my call based on the relationship that we have. Relationships are paramount. Right? It's, it's so important. And that's a huge part of this class. Not always what you get, but what you give. Too. And that's another thing that sometimes we don't always want to pay attention to. Giver's gain. Stop always looking to get from people. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, like, a lot of times we like that and then we wonder why we have a hard time in business.
0: So yeah. Well, you know what's funny is um, and by the way, everybody who's who wants to go take a look at Stephanie's masterclass, which starts tomorrow, by the way, the URL's right there on the screen. It's real estate agent So you know, so as we start talking about all these other things, I just want you to know the URLs right there. But um actually as, as and I want everybody to copy down that URL if you're interested in taking a look at the program. But I'm gonna share another URL of something, and this is relating to what Stacy or what Stephanie, I'm sorry, Stephanie's talking about. <laughs> um, it, it, we, we we created something not too long ago called the Black Love Channel, right? And um, and and it's it, it's all you know, like Alicia and I kind of doing relationshipy stuff uh, because we we saw we, we were following things on the internet, conversations on the internet, like I was going to the Clubhouse app, and there were these really toxic discussions, you know, like this is what's wrong with black women and black men need to get it together, you know, and and, and we were kind of like, okay. How do, we, how do we add something a little healthier to the toxicity that can happen from people being hurt and traumatized? So that's why we actually put that platform together. So everybody, please subscribe if you, if you see the URL and you're interested in this kind of thing. But the reason I bring that up is because, um, you know, just drilling deeper into the point that you just made, um, you know, I, 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 I liked what you just said about how forming healthy relationships um, and understanding the give and the take of that Is is really important. You know, like George C. Frazier, when he wrote the book Success Runs in Our Race, he's the the, one of the world's leading gurus on networking. And Uh the biggest biggest thing he said that got my attention years ago, which was very simple, was he said, if you're trying to network with somebody that can do something for you, don't show up with your hand out unless you're offering something. Don't show up asking for something as soon as you meet, because that's gonna instantly trigger them. They're gonna not trust you, they're gonna walk away, especially somebody who's used to people always asking for things, right? And, right. uh, and, and he said, no, what you do is you offer something and you nurture the relationship and you give, 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 give. And then later on, when it's time for you to get something for yourself, you're going to get that. So the best way to get the most for yourself is to really learn how to give to other people. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit in terms of your your day-to-day experience?
1: Yeah, and that that is so true. Givers gain, right? And and when you Mm -hmm. mentioned networking, because we all want to get out and meet folks and we love to share our successes and who we are. One thing I learned too is let other people share, right? Let people talk to you, right? It's not always the whiff on what's in it for me. But like you said, how can I be of service? So it's funny you mentioned that. I posted on my Facebook, how could I be of service the other day? I posted that to ask folks, what they needed for me. And in real estate, quite often, we're always uh, giving, whether it's education, information, sharing resources. So even if I'm not in the process of a transaction, of a deal, of making money, I'm always giving out timely and uh, important information that people can use to make the decisions they need to make. So I look at it as I'm constantly empowering folks, right? I do that for free. I posted today on my Facebook. How old were you when you owned your first home, when you purchased your first home? I got so many responses. Of, of the hundreds of responses, someone uh, DM'd me and said, Stephanie, I'm, I'm afraid to buy. Can you help me? I didn't post for that. Right? I just post to engage people. But again, when people see us and we're constantly sharing and giving, that's when they come to us. We have the credibility, we're respected, right? When we're giving, not always asking people for stuff. And that makes a big difference because we've got a lot of competition out here. There's millions of agents. What's gonna set you apart, right? Are you a resource? Are you someone that people can go to for information that's going to help them? When you help people, make, they come back to you. I think it was who said, if you help enough people get what they want, ultimately you get what you want, right? Yes. Every yeah. day, we give information. We only get compensated when a transaction happens, right? Mm. So that may be once a month for some folks, every other month, a couple times a month, but all through the year, constantly giving, giving, sharing information to help people make decisions or do what they need to do.
0: Wow. Uh, everybody, I'm speaking with us. Ms. So Stephanie that's a constant
1: here. if you're an agent. You got to have that mindset.
0: Oh, you know, and, you know, I'm sorry, Stephanie, you froze a little bit. I didn't mean to talk over you. My apologies.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. I was just saying that's a constant for, for a great agent is that we're constantly giving out and, mm. and connecting people I'm a connector that's what I do there's an x on my business card because I connect people that is giving as well that is sharing resources
0: Wow! Well, I love it, um, everybody. This is Miss Stephanie DeBerry. Uh, Stephanie is um, partnering with the Black Business School. She's doing a real estate agent masterclass, which, um, from what from my view, uh, obviously is great for anybody that's thinking about becoming a real estate agent. That already is a real estate agent. You want to go to the next level, and you want to be good at what you do. She's she's very good. She's one of the best. And then also, um, I just think it's a great class for anybody that wants to understand how the industry works and. And dig a little deeper than that. And I want to ask you a basic question, uh, Stephanie, that um, you know, I don't think you have to be a real estate agent to appreciate this answer. Um, you know, there's a guy, uh, I think his name is Grant Cardone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's big <laughs> in real estate. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Actually, Grant Cardone, I was selling cars 20 years ago. He was in the auto industry and he had this whole class. I still remember the scripts, like right? scripts are important in sales. I still remember we used his scripts at our car dealership. So now I see wow. him transition into real estate and started out in cars. Wow. So,
0: wow. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah. Well yes. you know. You- yeah, well, you know, he talks about things like how to sell anything. And I guess if you can sell one thing, you can sell something else. And, oh, yeah. and, I, I, yeah, and I've always felt that sales is just, if you talk about skills you can give your children that will apply to almost anything they want to do, teach them how to sell something. You know, if you teach them how to sell, teach them how to invest, those skills are transferable to almost any field, right? Like, And so, so with Greg Cardone, the reason I bring him up is this. If I'm not mistaken, and maybe it's, maybe it's somebody else, but I believe it was Greg Cardone, who was basically trying to sort of almost discourage people from buying a home. Did did you remember that dude, that there was like a controversial thing where he was kind of saying that buying a home, you know, if if it's residential property, it doesn't make any sense. And, and I, I just said, that doesn't make any sense to me. What you said, it don't make no sense, but it makes no sense to me that you said it makes no sense. Yeah. I think home ownership is important. And, uh, and it's funny because after I did that video, uh, Grant, one of his people reached out and said Grant would like to come on your channel and talk about you know what you know his his point of view and I said no I know why he wants to come on my channel he wants to come on here and sell so I said so how about this how about we talk about it on Grant's channel and they didn't get back <laughs> to me after that right but but but, but anyway to you, but to that point and I'd like to get your take on this if I was to ask you something very basic like why is it important um for me to own a home you know why why does that matter you know why is that how's that better than renting how's that better than you know, the other things I could be doing. Why should I want to be a homeowner? And feel free to say, why Why should I want to be a black homeowner? Because I think being black and, and owning property means something a little bit different from owning property. If you're not black, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I will, I will start by saying this. Um, everybody won't be a homeowner. Right. Everybody doesn't desire to be a homeowner. And I say mm-hmm. I work with people who want to be homeowners. I'm not trying to pressure anyone to buy. And having said that, what I will say is. Homeownership is more than just the roof over our head. We all need a roof. We all need a place to stay. Plenty of people are are renting and that may work for them. But for me, I believe renting is for a season if you ever have to go that way at all. Homeownership is just one other way to create wealth. It's not the only way. So we, we can argue there are several ways you can make investments. You can, you know, you can become uh, an investor in real estate. You don't actually have to necessarily own your own residential property. But at the end of the day, we leverage our home to start businesses, to send our kids to school, to travel, to do all the other things that you want to do. The keys to your new home are the keys to a future with unlimited potential. Right mm-hmm. On a home, you can maybe get the credit that you always needed to start your business. You can access the capital. You can send your child to school when you were worried about having you know, having them take out student loans, things of that nature. And for people of color, I mean, we just were able to, to really buy. We're still fighting every day. NARAD, mm-hmm. national real estate brokers, they're still fighting for democracy and housing. A lot of us are in this bubble where we do own, our friends and our family own. But we're still at 47% of African-Americans own real estate, 47 compared Man. to double for our counterparts, white American. I can't remember the number for uh, the Asians and Hispanics, but it's still higher than where we are right now. So we have a lot of work to do. And that's why some of them were able to send their kids to school, start their businesses because they had equity. They were taking from their homes. When you're renting it, yes, you have a place to stay. Yes, you don't have to call maintenance or a contractor. If you're not going to have the equity, I just moved into my house. I'll give my own example. Uh, last year, and already houses are selling for 30000 more than what I bought last year. That put me in an amazing space to refinance and also get money so I can purchase my investment property.
0: right? So
1: there's so many reasons why it's important for us to own. Let's talk about the stability of the family, right? Because many times people that own are planning on having a family or have a family. It's been proven that children that grow up in a stable environment where their parents or family own a home better as far as their education, as far as their, you know, future and potential. I didn't make up those numbers. It's, you know, it's been proven. So I promote homeownership for our people because it's a way for us to try to get ahead. At one point we were, but then when the market crashed, we, we like a lot of other folks, but then for some reason they were able to creep up ahead of us and now we're at 47%. That's where we were in the civil rights movement. Mm. And so agents like myself, other agents out there of color are constantly working to at least make sure our folks are educated. Once we educate and empower you, it's your decision, right? But we have many people that want to buy. A lot of them are afraid. That's the biggest thing that I've seen. They're mm-hmm. fearful. And also sometimes credit issues are holding a lot of our uh buyers back i'm in the area the government is here the military is here people have great jobs but credit is an issue or they owned before and they lost and so now they have to rebuild right and so we're working with people trying to get them back to that place and it's an amazing thing as an agent when i can hand somebody that looks like me the keys to start their life over again
0: Mm, i love it i love it well i'll tell you what um You know, uh, God bless real estate agents like you, uh, because I I think that, you know, what you do is so important, not just from a transactional standpoint of helping people go through the deal, but also, you know, the educational aspect, you know, uh, just helping people to gain the courage to make that step forward. Because, you know, again, I, I've been studying this economic stuff for a long time and, and I know how important that is, you know, literally just, you know, one example off the top of my head actually is uh, people don't know this about Donald Trump and his family. You know, his family has an insane amount of money and whatever. I don't, whatever you think about him politically, that's not the issue. The issue is that they, they've always had money. And but if you study their family history, there's always that one person who leaps the fence for the family. And then it sets a new standard for the family. So his father, Fred, uh, used to uh, be a carpenter and he would go fix people's houses and he was really good at it. Uh, but then he said, wait a minute, I don't want to go just fix these apartments. I want to own one of these units. So his father saved up the money, made a down payment, bought a unit. And then, like you mentioned, all the other financial magic starts kicking in. The capital gains, you know, start kicking. The, the value of the unit goes up. So then you can leverage and buy another unit and another one. Next, hey, thing, yeah. you know, yeah, next thing you know, his father owns a big chunk of New York City, you know. and and, and But that process, you know, that financial fertilization process only occurs when you start planting the right seeds, right? So, you know, planting that seed by going from renter to owner is massive and huge. And, um, and, and and to your point, like when you talk about the weird things that happen financially once you get into that space where you're an owner, not a renter, um, when Alicia and I bought... Uh, a place in Chicago with that black real estate agent I told you about who went out of her way to make sure we got in on this deal, you know, because she said, see, that almost everybody in this building is, you know, from China and they, and they buy them fast. They buy, she said, hurry mm-hmm. up, they buy them. You know? So, so, we're, that's so real. She, that's real. Yeah, she was hooking us up. I mean, that's what you do to me. That's what you do in a community. That's what, that's what any culture is supposed to do. Right. So, so that property, when we bought it, a month later, she called and said, "By the way, in case you're curious, if you wanted to sell it now, you know it's, it's worth forty thousand dollars more than what it was when you bought it, you know, six weeks ago or whatever." <laughs> and, you know, and, and that will, weird things happen. So you think about that, right? Just how you have people, and this is this is what they, they that we're not taught as children. I think it's partly because they don't really want us to know these things, right? But but we're not taught as children that that the people that make the most money tend to be the people who work the least for that money. And the money just kind of comes easily for them. There's a point where you hit a critical mass of, of you know of investment capital, etc. Where suddenly you're making tons of money every single day, and you're not even getting up and, and going to work every day. And I and I believe everybody should be exposed to that. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna let you get the last word here. And uh, and actually, before I do that though, I want everybody to know this is Stephanie's social media. Uh, this is her um, uh, Instagram. Is that Instagram and Twitter? Steph sells DMV.
1: That's Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn.
0: Okay, so so look every, look her up. If you, you want to connect with her and talk to her, look her up. And also, this is her masterclass, realestateagentmasterclass.com. It's, the classes start tomorrow, the, the 5th of January, is that correct?
1: Yes, tomorrow and for six Tuesdays after, uh, beginning at 8 p.m. through the Black Business School. For six weeks, we'll be together.
0: All right, all right. Well, we're honored to have you here. And I know Jessica Thank Parker... You. Yeah, Jessica, Jessica brought you to my attention and I, I saw what you were doing. And Don't you do some stuff with is it HGTV or something? Is that right? Or am I talking too much?
1: Look, I'm trying to get more brown, right? We had a couple. We had uh, Egypt was on Once Upon a Time. I think even Ananda was on Howard Bison Once Upon a Time. But we don't see too many of us. So I had a producer. I just needed the buyers, right? So it's, it's a partnership. Had a producer, HDTV mm-hmm. willing to work with me, but then my buyer got a little nervous because that uh, that uh, how do you say it that schedule for taping mm-hmm. was intense and it and it takes a lot for the buyers. I think it was like ten hours a day. So that little half hour show, yeah, they wanted to tape ten hours a day for like a week or more, and so. Now I'm just trying to find that buyer, but I'm going to be a new buyer um, this year. But this is my year of media. I want to increase our presence because we're Mm. out here as agents of color. We're out here doing it. And you said it earlier, more people need to work with us that look like us. It was this year, for whatever reason, I got more calls. Stephanie, I want to work with an agent of color. Stephanie, can you help me in Chicago? I need an agent of color, agent of color. I think we've been here all along right? We've been out here grinding. Yes. It. I will say we appreciate it, but this needs to just be our lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to help you get deals even better than some of those other folks that still mislead our people, that still yes. appraise their homes for what they're worth. That's a whole nother thing. So we, we got to get in line. We got to work with each other. And that's yes. why I'm so honored to do this with the Black Business School Because it's important to see real estate from our perspective, because they're not teaching us that. Mm
0: -hmm. I I love it. I love it. Well, well, do me a favor, everybody. Um, Before we say goodbye to Miss Stephanie, could you all give her like a digital round of applause and throw some thank yous in the chat? Uh, Just just because uh, what she's saying is 100 percent correct. Uh, You know what you're referring to, Stephanie, is something that I I call um, financial consciousness or being financially woke. Like consciousness is where you're deliberate and intentional about what you're doing. You're not doing things on autopilot. So many of us grew up in a space where our economic habits were just very bad, just like our eating habits and everything else. And and when you do things on autopilot, you you know, you're doing things according to like someone else's programming. And I believe a lot of us as, as a people are not programmed to do things that are going to benefit our community. We're, we're programmed yeah. to get our money away and spend it wherever, right? So to me, financial consciousness, being financially woke means that I say, oh, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to consciously go find a a realtor that looks like me, right? Uh, Or I'm going to go buy uh, Christmas gifts. I'm going to consciously find Black-owned businesses to support because if we don't support Black-owned businesses, then no one else does, right? And uh, and so that consciousness, so everybody in the chat, type the word woke. If you get what I'm saying, type the word woke. And what I want you to do, this is what I want you to carry away from this because we always have to walk away with a lesson, is I want you to really process and meditate on what it means to be financially woke and to be deliberate and intentional about forming the kinds of habits that are going to make you successful, make your family successful, and make your community successful. So I want to say thank you very much, uh, Ms. Stephanie DeBerry. Uh, I appreciate your time. Thank you for honoring us with your presence.
1: Thank you, Dr. Boyce. I'd like to share one other thing with you that I think is very important, especially for your followers and your demographic, folks that are interested in investing, because we do have some folks that have signed up for the class for that as well. Even though we're going to be teaching how to become an agent or a more successful agent, becoming an agent also is a way that people use this income to get to become an investor. You have a lot of agents that are investors because they use the money that they made in this career path to then become investors. Their day-to-day job wasn't paying them six figures. They didn't have uncapped, mm. unlimited potential, right? Mm. American agents are dual agents. They have a full-time job. They have something else that they do, but they become an agent to create this extra income. This extra income allows them to become investors. Now they're learning the inside of the system. So I don't want to discourage anyone. This is a great way for you to get that capital you never had, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Quick, fast. You can do it. You can make 10 years really easy. So I just wanted to put mm-hmm. that out there so that people understand. People use this sometimes as a stepping stone. And we saw that on the Black Real Estate Weekend, a lot of the brokers and the agents that we had on, they were investors as well. And they use that income from real estate black
0: property. I mean who who better than to find the best deals than than a real estate agent? Right? And you're to you become one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right inside the system. I mean, I'm sitting here and you, you got me thinking. That's why I'm like, hmm, hmm, <laughs> that's I, that's a superpower. <laughs> that's
1: another idea just and I were talking with the black business school that I think your folks have already expressed interest, but I think it's important because a lot of times we want to separate investor from agent, but relationships and when you can become your own agent, investor.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, well, you know, in investing, um, one of the most important aspects of investing is information, right? And to me, agents, that the, the reason I rely on my agents that I work with is because they have information I don't have. So right. imagine if I'm an investor and I come in with the same information that agents have, I can be a really good investor because it's all about being able to spot and identify the best opportunities that are out there and exactly.
1: uh, who better than yeah? That's ooh. So yeah, right. So it's a Maybe. great stepping stone. Some people may say, you know, what they got, they became an agent, did what they need to do, and now they're focusing on you know investment. We we should work together. That's why that Black Real Estate Weekend was so was so great because we saw the investor side with Julian, right? And we yes. saw and heard from Tamika Bryant and Chandra Ware. You know, amazing, powerful Black women in real estate, but they also are investors. And they mm. own. That thing. So that's just so important. I want folks to know we work together, not separate.
0: Well, you know what? I, I love that. And by the way, anybody who wants to actually the Black Real Estate Weekend was really good. And anybody who actually wants to go get the recording is still available. You can go to blackrealestateweekend.com. Uh so there's there's a URL on the screen. And uh, yeah, so so you you've um you got me really thinking here. I I think somebody I, I might send it on some of your, your sessions in the master class.
1: <laughs> Wait, say it again? said you could
0: always the class
1: now they now with COVID. They're online. You can take them with instructor-led, you know, on your own. There's so many mm. ways. You can have a license really within a month and a half. Easy.
0: Wow. 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 So you got my wheel spinning. This, this is good stuff. I love this. Well, you know what, Stephanie, I have, I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, talking to you today, and I truly uh, appreciate you taking the time to come hang out with us. And, and we got to have you back um, at your convenience.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Virgil. I appreciate today as well as launching the masterclass tomorrow. And I look forward to working with you and the rest of your team.
0: All right. All right. So uh, everybody, this has been Stephanie DeBerry. Um, here's her social media information at Steph Sales DMV So everybody go follow her, support the sister, uh, help her to blow up. Uh, and She's already blown up, but I want y'all to help her blow up even bigger. And uh, and then also if you'd like to join her masterclass and uh, learn uh, the secrets of becoming a millionaire uh, as a real estate agent, um, either as an agent or someone who's thinking about becoming an agent, or even someone who wants to be an investor who wants to know what agents know, uh, she gets started tomorrow. There's the URL right there on the screen. And, uh, and so that's pretty much it. So thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you again, Mr. DeBerry. I appreciate it. Uh, Yes, ma'am. And everybody, please hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe on your way out the door, and uh, we will see you guys soon. So take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye.